0: Soup with Coop is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older.
1: I'm dressed in, I think, a polo shirt and some you know, ripped jeans um, and probably sandals and, and a hat. I'm just definitely wearing a hat. Um, and I turn the corner, and all of a sudden, I see DeBrick Shaw Ferguson, who I was with at the Senior Bowl, um, you know, tackle out of Virginia. So I turn, oh, Brick, how you doing? And then I look at him. I was like, Brick, why are you in a three-piece suit?" And he goes, uh, "Nick, um, it's a job interview, you know." I was like, "Ah, crap! I'm not getting drafted."
0: My next guest on Soup with Coop is one of the greatest centers ever to play football, an Ohio State Buckeye, a national champion, and a New York Jet, and one of the most friendly, fun guys to be around. Nick Mangold, welcome to Soup with Coop. Oh, thanks, Coop, for having me. I really appreciate it. I gotta say, your bowl is the best we've ever had on Soup with Coop. Tell me
1: about that. It's got a little lid, so it keeps everything nice and warm. And so we'll crack that guy open and uh, dig in. What are we ha- What are we having today? Uh, so today, my favorite soup: broccoli cheddar. Um, you know, it's perfect for when it's cold out, and it is cold today. I think I woke up, it was 25 degrees here in New Jersey. Um, and so, you know, it just kind of warms you from the inside. Now, did, who made it? Did you make it? Did your wife make it? Uh, this was um, actually prepared by the fine craftsmen um, and artisans,
0: really, at uh, Panera Bread. Perfect. You know, it's funny. I think my wife told me she prepared my broccoli soup but it tastes very similar to the whole food version I've had several times. So there may, some, <laughs> there may be some fraud going on in the first two minutes of Soup with Coop today. Some, some shenanigans to start us off. Some tomfoolery, if you will. Ooh, very nice. Good use of Now, Nick, the last time you and I were together, we were in a pumpkin patch. Uh, I know Halloween has always been one of your favorite holidays. Uh, can, can you remember our, our costumes that day? Um, yes, I
1: believe uh, one of us was very distinguished. Um, actually, I think was wearing a tie. Um, and the other one just had some monkey business going on. Um, it was one of my favorite uh, costume activities mainly because the uh, <laughs> the bus full of school children showed up, and I think we're making fun of us as we we're prancing along as Curious George and the man in the yellow hat.
0: I know, I, I think those teachers were like. Who are these odd predators hanging around a pumpkin patch in the middle of the day dressed up trying to sneak someone into their trunk? You know, it was um, a day to remember. I will say you by far are a, uh, you know, like I remember when seeing an interview one time with George Hamilton. He has a life-size portrait of himself when you walk in. There's a life-size portrait of you in the Manning house right now. So just so you know that, Nick. Oh, you know what? That
1: just warms my heart. Now I feel bad for calling you. Um, my second favorite Manning brother and I, I want to take that back
0: <laughs> who who did you how did you have him ranked I'm curious
1: okay well I well now I got to recheck my rankings but originally before we started chatting um Eli was obviously third um because he played for the stinky Poo giants um you obviously are, are the best brother um but you know Peyton won out because he sent me a handwritten note when I retired, and it was really thoughtful of him. So that's why he wins.
0: Peyton is very kind. He he does. He's kind of an old school guy, and uh, and um, you uh, you know I think he picks his spots on when he writes a, a note to someone who retires, and it's usually when he thinks greatness has been in the books, and that was certainly the case with your career. So that's a that's a that's quite a nod to, to Peyton, but also to you for. We're getting one. So congratulations. yeah, it was, it was, um, it
1: was greatly appreciated here in the mangled household. So um, again, it's no offense to you, um, but the handwritten note is just, they're kind of dying of the way, you know, now it's just a, you'll get a random text message and that's all you get. Um, so that was, I, I really
0: enjoyed that. I had organized a, uh, a plane to go by and, and write, Seventy four in the middle of the sky, but I think it was cold outside and y'all stayed inside all day. So that's what happened. Mm. I was trying to kind of outdo Peyton, but again, you know.
1: I think, it no was probably, I think it was raining too. So, you know, it was just the weather really didn't hold up for it. So I will take that into consideration um for next time. The the joy of it is is
0: that we can both agree that Eli's definitely last. Yeah. That's no, that's no doubt. Um <laughs> and that's that's been the case around here. So it's the street continues. Now, Nick, are you a soup eater? I mean, do you you eat soup a lot? I do.
1: I love soup. Um, You know, I've found as I've been cooking a lot more um, with uh, with my children being around, um, soup has become one of those things that they'll all eat. Um, And so now I've started actually making my own broth. Um, So like a a homemade chicken noodle soup with homemade broth. Um, it, It is it's elevated the soup game
0: to whole new levels. You know, I learned with one of our previous guests who ate chicken noodle soup on the, that the, uh, the Greeks were the first ones to start mixing broth and chicken. And they thought it was a remedy for uh, bedwetting, which is, it's worked wonders for me. So I don't know if you what, of your four, if you have any issues there, but you might want to, you could double, d- double down on the chicken noodle and then have some uh, dry sheets in the morning.
1: See, I feel like that's kind of an oxymoron there because soup, especially chicken noodle soup, is very liquid heavy. I feel like if you're, if yeah. you're taking a lot in, you will be uh, expelling a lot more. Um, so I, I don't know about that theory from the Greeks. I, I know that they had a lot of great theories. This one I
0: might have to pass on. The thing about Caesars Sportsbook, it's not just an app. It's your key to a whole empire. Hotels, casinos, restaurants, shows, Caesars Palace. I'm sure you've heard of it. Every bet you place with Caesars Sportsbook brings you closer to perks only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays at iconic destinations, app bonuses, merch, show tickets, and many more Caesars Rewards perks. So get started today. Register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, Congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem, in Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino
1: call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa call 1-800-BETS-OFF, Louisiana call one 877 770 stop licensed to Horseshoe Bossier City and Harris New Orleans, Michigan call 1-800-270-7117, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris Philadelphia, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537, or in West Virginia visit 1-800-gambler.net, New York call 8-
0: 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y, 467-369. You know what goes well with a hearty bowl of soup with Coop? How about a delicious delivery from Omaha Steaks? It just warms my heart when I get mine. The quality, the convenience. And Omaha Steaks works for any occasion. A holiday with the family, grilling in the backyard, a romantic dinner with the wife, and let's not forget about leftovers for the next day. But it's not just steaks. Listen, the heartland may be landlocked, But it certainly isn't flavor-locked, and Omaha Steaks' exquisite array of seafood delivers the ocean-fresh taste to prove it. Shop Omaha Steaks' catch-of-the-day sale and reel in serious savings. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter soup at checkout, and take advantage of this exclusive offer. That's $30 off of an endless variety of delicious gourmet foods. Every bite is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter soup at checkout, and take advantage of this exclusive offer. There's a reason why Omaha Steaks has been the leader of gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one, and I mean no one, comes close to matching the flavor, the tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code soup at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. You grew up in the in the great city of Centerville, Ohio. Nick, were you, a, were you always a big kid? How much did you weigh when you were born? And were you a, 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 big, a big fella the whole, the, whole, the whole way? I think I was pretty average when I was
1: born. Um, I was always on the husky side. My genes definitely said husky um, growing up. So that was awesome, you know, going through grade school um, where they put on your jeans that you're the fat kid. Um, and so I was always a bigger, um, you know, grew up. Um, and, and it really my height, I think, helped out a lot too. However, in seventh grade, um, not being able to play basketball uh, in my town was kind of a, a big knock. So then I had to get into wrestling, uh, which I think helped out in the football world. Um, so it's, it's always been a, um, you know, just I've always been a bigger kid, I would say.
0: You grew up an hour and 15 minutes from Ohio State. Did you consider any other schools or maybe even the, the school up north? Is that, was that, was Michigan on the, on the radar?
1: No, never. Uh, Michigan was never on the radar. I actually really only had two schools. Um, my, the summer from my junior year into senior year, I went to Ohio State's football camp, uh, got a scholarship offer from them, and then went to Notre Dame's football camp following week um, and got a scholarship from them. Um, took me about two weeks to decide. Uh, I picked Ohio State, um, and that was, um, you know, once – once Ohio State came calling, I, I, I grew up Ohio State fan, uh, always an Ohio State fan. So once that opportunity presented itself, um, there was no chance I was getting away from it.
0: And I, I know Jim Tressel was the coach here and was a great coach, but just I'm just curious how deep those roots run. If, if Weird Al Yankovic was the head coach at Ohio State, would you have probably still signed the dotted line?
1: Uh, probably. Um, that's That's a real possibility. It, at least we would have gotten some good songs out of it. Um, But, you know, Jim Trestle was also a big part of it. You know, he was able – he he has the amazing ability um, to remember minute details about every recruit that comes through. I have no idea how he does it. I don't know if he's got someone whispering in his ear or whatnot, but I was there – I had met him uh, in the probably winter of my junior year and passing had made mention of of something about one of my sisters – Uh, When I saw him again in June for that camp, he asked me how that went, whatever it was. Um, And I was just blown away at the fact that, you know, this, the head coach of Ohio State University remembered enough about me and my family to ask a question. Uh, You know, that was, that was the the hook, line and sinker to the aura of Jimmy T.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. These, these, These guys have a knack for remembering so many people, so much traffic. That's, that's kind of what separates the great recruiters. And I know he was uh, one of the best, attracted a lot of talent. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, won a national championship with you there as a freshman year. What was, what do you remember about that? Uh, you know,
1: it was, it was crazy because, you know, you come out of high school and I think the most we ever had at a high school game may have been 1,500 fans. Um, we were not a big school. Um, and we also didn't do so well until my senior year. Um, and so to, to you know, be at Ohio state, you got a hundred thousand fans at the horseshoe, um, you know, rocking and rolling, going through that whole season, going undefeated and then going out to the desert. It was crazy. Um, You know, I've, I realized as we were sitting here this spring um, and the ESPN, I think replayed um, the national championship game. It was the first time I saw um, the TV copy of the national championship game that I played. I obviously I watched the film of it multiple times, but the actual TV copy, Um, And it was pretty cool to relive that and relive, uh, you know, the excitement because you don't get that from a game copy, uh, you know, when you're watching the sideline in the end zone. Um, So to see the TV copy, it was, it was pretty cool to have that memory, you know, come rushing back.
0: Now you get drafted in the first round uh, by the jets. Um, What was the, what was the combine like for you? That was when combine was kind of getting cranked up. You, you you were you're 6 six three and a half, two, 300 pounds was that nervous i mean you got kind of your that's the biggest job interview there is what was that like for alignment so it was it was interesting and i have a couple of great stories from the
1: combine but you know leading up to it i was able to go to the senior bowl had the opportunity to play there so i got my first dip into uh the nfl world and the the interviews and the meetings and everything um so i, I kind of had a better understanding going into the combine um, you know, it was you do all the training and everything, and, and some of it's kind of funny. Um, because like we got to, you know, test the lineman and 40 yard dash. I was like, I, I never run 40 yards, I think, in, on a football field, but yeah, sure, you need to know how fast I'm going to run it without pads. Um, so you know, you, you just you train for these very specific things, and it was fine, um, you know, leading up to it. And so I, I get to the combine, you're in there, it still really wasn't that. Um, blown up as much as it is now. Like, you know, the, now it's you know, might as well be primetime TV, um, the way that they're setting everything up. But you get in there and, and you've seen all these guys that maybe either you saw you played against um, or you saw at the Senior Bowl. Um, and so it's kind of like a reunion of sorts. And so we get done. Uh, we're doing the, the evening interview sections, which is um, crazy. They give you 15 minutes. You get thrown into one of these rooms. They've got like the GM and uh, coaches all sitting around. They just pepper you with questions. And they're, they're trying to get you off guard. They're asking you football, life, it, the whole thing. And it's 15 minutes. So it's like, you know, speed dating, speed dating, you know, at its finest. And so I'm, I'm going all over the place. And I'm dressed in, I think, a polo shirt and some, you know, ripped jeans um, and probably sandals and, and a hat. I'm just definitely wearing a hat. Um, and I turn the corner. And all of a sudden, I see DeBrick Shaw Ferguson who I was with at the senior bowl, um, you know, tackle at of uh, Virginia. He, uh, you know, he was a top five guaranteed top five pick. It was, you know, there was no stopping him. So he wasn't doing any of the drills or anything. He was just doing the interviews and I see him and I hit it and we hit it off at the senior bowl. We, we you know, we had a nice time together. So I turn, Oh brick, how you doing? And then I look at him. And I was like, Brick, why are you in a three piece suit? And he goes, uh, Nick, um, it's a job interview. You know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> ah crap I'm not getting drafted um so that was I was kind of the hit home like ah maybe maybe I won't get drafted so um it was it was a nerve-wracking experience uh, apparently I did relatively decent um you know w- which was a good feeling coming out of it um but then you know after doing the combine and then having to wait to the draft and nothing in, in between there to tell you hey you know th- th- this is your grade you, you know you take a test or you you do something and you get evaluated right away once you do the combine and your numbers are there and, you know, you can compare them to everybody else, but you don't know, well, this coach thinks this and this coach thinks that, um, or this GM w- would want to see more bench reps or something like that. You know, you, you have no idea.
0: You don't find out until draft day if it all really helped you or hurt you. That's hilarious. I love the fact that Brick is going to interview with Price Waterhouse Coopers, and you're trying to be like a mechanic the at same, the same day. Yeah, and we're you all know. mixed together. I know, and y'all were both drafted by the same team and great teammates. What was it like playing next to him? He was, I mean, as good as it gets. Yeah, he was. A, he's a warrior. You know, uh,
1: he never missed a snap in his 10-year career, uh, which is really impressive for me. Um, and you know, he was just—he was always Steady Eddie, and he was always working, always trying to, you know, perfect his craft. Um, and you know, it's something like he would spend, you know, hours after practice just working on hand placement or stuff like that, and. Um, you know, trying to learn the game and thinking about it. And he was always very deliberate with how he asked a question. Like it was never just a, a quick, like something popped in his head. So he's going to, you know, spit it out real quick. Something's going to pop in his head. He's going to think about it in four different ways. And then he's going to ask his question. So it, it was, it was really cool. And it was awesome having the experience of going through um, senior bowl together, the combine together, getting drafted together, having the rookie experience together. Um, and then going through NFL life together, um, not only on the field, Uh, But off the field, you know, seeing each other grow uh, professionally and personally, um, you
0: know, it's a special relationship that uh, I hold near and dear to my heart. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you've ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. And want even more value, you can save on all grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a DashPass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code soup at checkout. Limited time offers, terms may apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code soup. Don't forget, that's code soup for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. I'm curious about what you think about, you know, these linemen that are finishing their career north of 300 and are now slowing down. Are you what, – what is your – your playing weight was above 300. What are, you, what are you playing now? What are you weighing now? Um, you know, I try not to go
1: by numbers. Um, I, I find them very uh, restricting. Um, I go by uh, belt loop sizes. Um, so I'm down – I think I, I'm down about three belt loops um, or belt hole loops, uh, loopholes, you know, something like that. Um, And so it's tricky because, you know, when you come out, uh, especially as an offensive lineman, um, the way that uh, that we work out, you know, lifting wise and the way that we we work on the field, the amount of calories that you burn, um, it's really a a very difficult transition of when you're done playing. No matter what you do, you know, if you go out for, uh, you know, a little time on elliptical or you go for a walk or something. That is never going to equate to what you were doing as a, you know, a elite NFL athlete. Um, And so you got to really scale your calories back. Um, And that's the big thing. And so, you know, I think some people it works is easier for others. You know, the guys that really struggled to keep weight on um, I was not one of those fellows. Um, And so it's, I, I don't think I'll ever be Alan skinny, but you know, if I could get back, if I could get back to high school weight, Um, which I think would be plenty, you know, somewhere around the 260 range, I'd be a happy camper.
0: Now, since uh, you've retired from the NFL, you have started to really show off your skills in the kitchen. You develop your own barbecue sauce. Now, called 74 Barbecue, is that correct? Mangled 74 Barbecue. I mean, I just, I think the term, the the word Mangold has got barbecue sauce gold written all over i mean who wants who doesn't want to go into the barbecue store you know and order a pulled pork sandwich and say put a little man gold on there i i think it's i mean i mean i don't know how you don't how you don't make a fortune well come to find out sauce game is very difficult to make any money but it is a lot
1: of fun um and so that's something that uh for me it was after i was done playing and it was kind of we had our fourth child Um, and I was trying to find my way kind of in the world and, you know, I was, I was talking and and I was like, you know what? I entertained for 11 years. Um, other than my four kids, I've never created anything. Um, and so this was an opportunity, um, to, to say, Hey, you know, this is, this is my recipe. It's not like a a label or a company that came to me and Hey, can we slap your name on this? You know, it's, it's my recipe it's my company. Um, I run everything right now. I'm doing the distribution of, uh, here in our local area. So it's, it's a, we're a true small business operation. Um, and, but it's been a lot of fun because right now I have the two sauces out spicy and the OG spicy. Um, and it's each one, I have four kids, each one hopefully will have a sauce. So right now, I have uh, the two sauces, the OG and the spicy are for my two boys. Hopefully I have the girl sauce coming out soon. Um, and so that to have a kind of a passion project, but it's
0: also family-oriented, um, it is pretty awesome. Jesse Palmer has been a, a guest on Soup with Coop, and he hosts baking shows and different food-oriented uh, network events. Is that something you think you could get into? You think you could start hosting some pit master things and some –
1: You know, I feel like, um, especially since I have experience um, as, you know, a lot of people say that only God can judge me. Um, Well, now you have to add only God and another bearded wonder because I have been a certified judge on Chopped. Um, So, you know, I feel like if I have the credit to be able to do that, um, I should be able to do all these other fun things. And so I think once we get out of uh, Rona world, um hoping to really expand and and have a little fun doing some tailgates um and doing some different things especially in line with the barbecue sauce because i think that's what makes barbecue um you know as awesome as it is is the fact that it's great food um but it's also community driven it's family driven you know spending time it takes forever to cook so you get to hang out with whoever you're there with um and then it brings people together because everyone loves barbecue. I don't think anyone's ever been like, hey, you know what? I don't like barbecue. Please don't, don't put that on my plate. Um, and so just, it, it's just, just Alan
0: Fanica on this show, at least. He said no barbecue. I, that no. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now, Nick, do you, think,
0: do, you, do you think you would be – you think when it's all said and done, you could be very well considered a better pit master than you were an offensive lineman?
1: Um, I don't know if I'll ever get to a pit master level. Um, you know, I, I think those guys, I think that's more of like a family generational thing. Um, you know, the guys that are able to make that work. Uh, I think I make pretty darn good barbecue, um, that I'm proud to serve and I enjoy eating it, actually doing some ribs tonight, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, but I don't know if I'll ever get to, um, the level, you know, just because, You know, I played football. I started in third grade. Um, I played football for almost 20 years, I think, total. Probably more than that.
0: Um, And so it's going to take some time. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. And right now, you can go to manscaped.com, use code COOP, that's COOP, for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit, and it all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 haircutting lengths, all with one guard. So no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. The Pro Kit does it in there. You'll also get beard shampoo and conditioner, beard oil, and beard balm. The Pro Beard Kit also comes with three free gifts. A beard brush, comb, and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code COOP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use code COOP manscaped beard hedger one stroke one guard 20 lengths in all your years of being around some big guys big linemen do you recall anyone really being able to eat more than the average human being anything kind of almost to make you nauseous watching a guy just tear through some food oh i mean yeah anytime
1: uh anytime we were out and if we happened to go to an establishment that had chicken wings i mean the amount of chicken wings that our crew could put down, um, was, it was pretty sickening, but there was one, um, which I'm still really proud of. We did, uh, in the spring, I would always do a barbecue for the offensive lineman. And so uh, we had the, our assistant offensive line coach wanted to hop in because he is a certified barbecue judge in Montana. Um, so he's, he's like my barbecue guru, if you will. Um, and he comes over, he goes, we're going to do this big. So we rented a smoker, um, side box smoker, Uh, We had probably, I think it was like 12 or 13 guys. We did um, two full briskets, uh, two pork butts. We did eight racks of ribs, uh, a sausage coil, um, and cheeseburgers. And then obviously all the sides to go with it. Um, I'm pretty sure there weren't any leftovers uh, by the time the night finally ended. So we put, we,
0: we did some work through some meat. Nick, I'm going to rewind it. I'm just curious, during your NFL career, who was the nastiest deep lineman you had to go to? You just lost sleep the whole night thinking about it. Well, you know, I didn't lose sleep over anybody, thank you. (laughs)
1: Um, But I will say that uh, big Vince Wilfork um, up in New England and then with Houston Texans, uh, that man was my nemesis. He, I think for the sheer fact that we played each other, I think we counted it out. I think it was 23 times we went against each other. Um, and so, you know, you look at Vince, you see he's big, uh, he's going to be tough to move and he's strong, but he's also crazy athletic. Uh, that combination is very difficult. And the fact that we knew each other, you know, some of our tricks that work on other people that we don't um, see all the time, don't work on each other. So then it was like, all right, I, I know you're going to do that and I, I, you're going to do this. And so then it becomes like, the 4-D chess, well, if he does this, and I'm going to do this up here. And, you know, we we, uh, we had some good battles, and it was a lot of fun.
0: Nick, as always, when we finish, wrap up the show, we take a little bite, and then you give me a, a rating from 1 to a 1,000, A 1,000 being the best, on how that broccoli and cheddar went down today. Mm.
1: I tell you what, I'm glad I used the pumpkin bowl. Has retained the heat perfectly. Uh, the creaminess of the soup, along with the, the cheddar cheese, the little bits of carrots, the plump florets of broccoli, um, just <laughs> melting in your mouth. It's absolutely delicious. I would have given it um, probably a 567, um, but because of the company and the conversation you had with it, it was easily.
0: A 9.43. That's the highest score we've ever had uh, with a lineman from the Jets. So I, I assure you it's uh, <laughs> it's history here. Actually, Nick, if you wouldn't mind, I just want to see you just drinking out of that bowl like that, just like a – I love mm. it. Broccoli cheddar doesn't sip that well. <clears throat> well, that's why we invited you on. You know, we want a little – little remnants for the, the beard. Actually, you can look. I didn't shave just in honor of you. Can you? Oh, nice. And see, I trimmed for you. I, I cut it down. Um, I want to be more respectable. You know, there's nothing but modest maturity and, uh, and and pure TV gold right here. Nick, as always, TV man gold, if you will. As always, it is a treat to have you on. Great to see you. If you ever get to New Orleans, I got a couple barbecue spots we got to hit. Oh, we'll hit them all. I, I would love to. I appreciate you having me on,
1: Coop.